What is going on everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome to another week of wait a wait what? This is an emergency Con- broadcast, Sean. Connor, we've had we've already done three shows this week. <laughs> we have indeed. What is this, Sean? You you've barged into my house as I'm enjoying yes. a cognac with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that leopard fur skin on the ground? What did you do here? What I do outside of this podcast is none of your concern. <laughs> Fucking hell. Who put all that blood here? I'll tell you who did. It was James Gunn. <laughs> oh! Uh, so, what? everyone must be very confused as to why this episode is going out, but uh, the story we have is a sad one. It's a ca- It's a tale of, of great tragedy. Uh, you, have, <laughs> you, you have two Irish idiots who try to give you weekly shows every single week, as, yep. as it is one to do. Um, and we do a little show called Movie Mondays, uh, where we cover all the movie news. We recorded that show early, because due to scheduling this week, uh, we couldn't get out... Normally we record it on a Sunday, we couldn't get around to it, so we recorded it on the Friday. Which now, was of our course, first mistake we've ever made. <laughs> first, first and only mistake I've ever made in my life, if you ask me. <laughs> now... The main problem was that we recorded the whole show. We got the Avengers trailer. We have all that coming out on Monday. That's fine. Spoilers. Then, yeah, it's spoilers for the Avengers trailer, I suppose. But we came in after the podcast. You, Sean went home, and I turned on Twitter, and the first thing I read was James going reinstated, and I went, "Well, fuck this. I hate everything." <laughs> he threw his computer out the window. <laughs> He threw me back onto the train. The, the, the full desktop. I just fucked it out the window. The big massive like an, one. It's like an old school desktop. Like that. That's oh, way oh obviously. Too- yeah, like Windows ninety five. That's that's all I'm going for. <laughs> so we've we've wished for James Gunn to be rehired at Marvel for a very long time. Yes, and, and it finally I happened, fe- and we didn't get to report on it. We didn't get to report on it, and it would have been like two weeks. Like if we had waited until next movie Monday, it would have been like a week and a half or like, I think it's like 13, 12 days. That's way too long. Everyone would have just been like, who cares? So we said we'd throw this episode out just to have a little chat about this and just what it means for Marvel and DC and stuff like that. So, Sean, where do you want to start in regards to James Good? I know there's a lot. Do you want to talk about the history of how yeah. we got here? Yeah, I think we should talk about like him as a person uh, like, and then why in God's name he was fired so okay uh, see I don't think we ever talked about it on the podcast I think we were on take a drink the radio when oh, we when he got, got the radio, when he got Connor. <laughs> shut up <laughs> when he got fired the first time I'm pretty sure we were on the radio so uh, we discussed it there but we didn't really discuss it on the actual show of what happened leading to him getting fired so Sean could you give people a rundown quick rundown um, so James Gunn was uh, kind of an indie unknown director so he did like slither he had worked on uh scooby-doo and things like that and uh kevin feige just kind of plucked him out and he saw something in him and he was like i want you to direct guardians of the galaxy and guardians of the galaxy at the time was a comic that no one like it wasn't in the mainstream it wasn't like your spider-man or your batman or even your iron yeah. man at that point uh and he just turned it into this massive success. So, like, overnight, he became one of the biggest names in directing. Um, and it was all going well. He did Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 as well. I don't think it was as good as the first, but I still had fun with it. 
Um, yeah, I think uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 1, I think I said, is one of my favourite movies ever. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is pretty good, but the only complaint we have is that it's not as good as the first one, which isn't really a complaint, because it's a good movie. But, yeah. And it would be, it would look, it would be looked on a lot more fond, fondly if the first one had existed, if that makes sense. Yeah, like if 2 was the first one, it would be amazing. Yeah. Um... So th- he was going great, and he was writing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, and he was on course to direct. And then, uh, people that don't follow James Gunn on Twitter, he's quite uh, anti-right-wing, I would say. And he's quite vocal about that fact. So he was tweeting all these things, and he was calling into question statements made by right-wing activists. And uh, in response, they pulled up a bunch of old tweets that he had tweeted you know, 10 years ago and they were offensive and they covered taboo topics and it seemed as if he was making light of them. And again, almost overnight, Disney like cut ties with him. They said, we don't want to work with him. He doesn't represent our brand because Disney is all about family friendly. All about it. And we discussed this on the radio of like, can you separate what he said from who he is now? And I think one of the points, uh, I forget who raised it, but it was that how many comedians make a career off of shocking jokes? Do you know? Yeah, it's it was a case of like we read all those tweets and like they are shit. Like they're terrible tweets, right? They're, uh, they're just like content wise terrible, but also just as jokes, they're not great. They're not even funny. Like I remember reading it going, this doesn't sound like the same guy who did like Guardians of the Galaxy because I was reading them like these aren't even like. They're not subtle. They're not even like in your face comedy. So what the fuck are they? They were just offensive for the sake of being offensive. And I think then we moved on to who is the same person they were 10 years ago. And I think the question then becomes, if anybody listening to this, if you went onto your social media and you checked any Facebook post you did 10 years ago or any Twitter post you did even five years ago, you'd read it going, what the fuck was I thinking? Yeah, because um, ten years ago, <clears throat> think about it was two. At the time, it was two thousand and eight. Like that is just yeah. when the internet started to be, like, first of all, good, and second of all, when things started to like grow from the internet. Like people got new experiences because of the internet. So I think where we landed on it was, yeah, he was probably, he was just a dick. Like, back then, it was, like, a dick thing to do. He definitely should not have put out those tweets, because they just weren't funny. They They were just offensive for the sake of being offensive. But then at the same time, you have to have his point of view, if you look at it, and think, well, just because he did that 10 years ago, like, he didn't harm anybody. He was just offensive and it was just bad jokes. Like, if a guy, if a stand-up comedian, as you said, like, told those jokes, you just think, oh, that's not funny. But you, he wouldn't be blacklisted from uh, comedy clubs for the rest of his life. Absolutely. So, the, the case with Disney became that they had to get rid of him because PR dictated that they... It was a weird situation because I could understand where Disney were coming from in regards that we have to get rid of him because he is bad news right now. And I could also understand James Gunn's point of view that that was like, that was me when I was 22. Like, that's yeah. not who I am now. Like, I, I might have been a dick then, but obviously I've grown up and I've learned from that. And like, I'm a completely different person. Cause, and all we had to go on that was everybody who's ever worked with him, um, male, female, young, old, have always said he's a really good guy. 
and that's all we can kind of work off of at the minute because we don't know him personally so no, you can only yet. go off yeah not yet we're best friends soon to be <laughs> but like all you can go off is what other people have said and anybody who's actually met him and at the time anyone who released any statements kind of said he's a nice guy like he this, this is not who he is now so you kind of have to you kind of have to go with them because they know him better than any of us absolutely and that was one of the main things that kind of brought a lot of people to James Gunn's side was that every cast member of Guardians of the Galaxy they wrote a letter to Disney and they said David they Dave Batista David Batista was going to fight Disney he was going to fight the whole company by himself oh him versus Bob Iger it's no contest <laughs> he'd rip him in two <laughs> uh, so I think like I have I have I have a question for you later on in this show but okay I think that Disney just, like you say, they wanted to just distance themselves as much as possible and as soon as possible. Yeah, so everything kind of went quiet and this is where we're kind of picking up the story in regards to yesterday's news or whatever. Um, We're picking up the story here because in the preceding months, he has been obviously blacklisted by Disney. They were like, we're not associated with him, we don't have anything. But at the same time, Warner Brothers very yeah. smartly realised that this is a genius director and he's one of the best directors in Hollywood with a very unique comedy that people like and so they brought him onto Suicide Squad so he's on Suicide Squad 2 now he's writing and directing it um, yeah and, and we've covered that been... in Movie Mondays a couple of weeks back oh yeah like th- he's changed the whole team like it's going to be a James Gunn production it's not like he's stepping in to the same crew he's changing everything about it to become like a Guardians of the Galaxy but for DC yeah which and got a lot of people very excited very excited because it would be perfect like Guardians of the Galaxy is just a bunch of rebels or misfits who have to work together to save people and Suicide Squad is the exact like, same thing like some kind of Suicide Squad <laughs> exactly <laughs> so like it seemed like the absolute perfect fit and as he's one to do, he got fired from a job, and yeah. he got a second. He got a he got another job, which is what he was meant to do. He was always going to get hired by somebody else. The main issue with this is that he's been rehired now by Disney, but he's still signed on as director and writer of Suicide Squad too. So he is the first man to not only direct a trilogy of MCU movies. He's the first director to ever do the three movies in a single uh, series. But he's also yeah. the first man to work to direct two movies or a movie for each of them like within like the space of two years so he's currently working for both companies at the same time that's insane and I don't, like a lot of the reason why that why that is like news is that Disney have such strict rules for anyone involved with uh you know the Marvel entertainment uh, brand. Like I saw a list, and it's like all the actors—they need to be on call twenty four seven. Anything they ha- that they are asked to do, they have to do. Same with yeah. uh, the Russos or Kevin Feige or anyone like that. Um, so the fact that James Gunn was let go, got this other job, and is now brought back—it's like uncharted waters at the minute. It, I think the closest you can get is Joss Whedon, but he was like. He was more, uh, they didn't want him to direct another movie because he did Avengers 2 and it was received poorly. And I think he was completely burnt out. And he told yeah. them, I don't want that. I don't want anything to do with you. And he wasn't even directing Justice League until uh, Snyder stepped away. 
and then he stepped in to help, which is which completely like different. More of a, to, it felt like more of a favor than a, a yeah, calling. exactly. Yeah, it's completely different from be, being pointed at, saying you are the new director. You're also the writer. You're going to write and direct this movie from scratch for us and them. And this brings up like a fascinating thing that wouldn't it be so strange if Suicide Squad Two is amazing? And then he has to finish production on Suicide Squad 2. Suicide Squad 2 comes out and he moves immediately onto Guardians of the Galaxy 3. So he's kind of helped save the DC Universe and now he's gone to the arrival. Yeah, like, uh, I imagine Warner Brothers is pissed right now. <laughs> <laughs> they, they had him locked in. He was going to be the new big thing. He was, like you say, he was single-handedly going to save the DC Universe, but... um. I wonder, like, okay, so now we're caught up to kind of the present day. And now we're into my favourite part of uh, news and journalism, which is wild speculation. (laughs) I love wild speculation. We have no basis for any evidence. (laughs) Not at all. But my question to you, Connor, is how much do you think Disney offered? (laughs) Oh, God. Um, Oh, boy. I think... It was revealed that they never looked for a replacement for him. So I think he must... I don't think he was ever like... I think they let him go and they were kind of like... They were searching around. The problem was they looked for all these other directors and every director they went to was just like, hire back James Gunn. Like, all I'm going to do is make a James Gunn movie when you could just get James Gunn. There were two names I saw thrown around, which was Edgar Wright and Taika Waititi. And... I, the example of that is Taika Waititi did Tour 3 now yes. if you do t- Tour 4 you can't have somebody else come in and change that dynamic again because Taika has literally like he flipped the whole thing yeah. and so yeah, if, and, and the person who comes in is going to just do uh, Taika, Taika Waititi light and that's not what people want yeah but the thing is if you couldn't get Taika you would ask James Gunn or Edgar Wright. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There's only really the three of them, and they're all like best friends. They're all holding hands. Yeah. They go everywhere together, and they're. If you're looking for a quirky comedy that people will go see and is appealing to everybody, they're kind of the three guys in Hollywood you're looking for. That's it, and this leads into kind of my next question, which was. Oh, sorry, I never answered your previous question. Um, I would say five hundred trillion dollars. Jez, that's near. That's not enough. I would say for, for <laughs> Jimmy enough. Gunn. Um, do Do you think that Disney were ever actually looking for someone else, or do you think they just waited the eight months and then brought him back to get a bit of good faith? I, I think they. I think they started looking for somebody at the start. I think probably first three months. They were probably looking for someone, and then as the nose kept rolling in, they kept kind of like going back to the office. They were just kind of like ever so slightly. They were just shifting more and more back to, we'll just give him a ring. Like we just, if we just give him a <laughs> ring, we'll just ask him. Because like, like all when these you're people drunk keep saying, and your no. ex just broke up with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like it was the take of like they broke up with him. And they were like, it was a case of a relationship where they broke up with him. They're like, everybody wants us. Like, we are fucking sexy. Like, I could get anybody I want. And then they kind of went around. Everyone was kind of like, no, you were better off with that guy. Like, <laughs> like he was oh, really, really good. 
I really like James. He was really great yeah, fun. <laughs> James was such a nice guy. You should bring back James. Yeah. Um, and, and it's like the family wedding. It's like, where's James? We broke up. Ah, he yeah. was a lovely chap. Lovely chap now. He was very yeah. nice. You're exactly so right. I think, so I think for like the first two months, they probably were. And as the hope began to dwindle that they were ever going to replace him, I think for the last like five months, they've been kind of... They've been kind of debating. They've been like sitting beside their phone, just twiddling their fingers, like, should we give him a fucking ring? No, we'll go another day. We'll see what happens. Yeah, because we had the news a couple of months back that, um, like, the production team had just been sent home because it was on hold indefinitely. Guardians Three. Yeah. So, but that's because the cast, I mean, the casting crew, had like written that letter to say that they would only do it if James Good did it. And Batista was just cracking his knuckles in the background. <laughs> like, any time you turn up to a fight and you have Dave Batista on your side, I think you're okay. <laughs> yeah, I think you're fairly safe. <laughs> like, if you turn up to, like, a security office and you have all these guys in suits and they're just kind of like, we don't want any harm. And then Dave Batista just cracks his knuckles like, you're dead right. You don't want any harm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to cause any harm, says Dave. <laughs> So I was going to ask you in regards to this. Um, does this make Disney look bad? Um, that's a very, very good question. I, I don't think Disney at this point cares about looking bad. Okay. I think th- I think they care about whether people will watch their films, and this makes it more likely that people will see Guardians Three. Yeah. I think you're. I think they're more like we have to just remember they're they're a business. Yeah, it just makes sense. I think that uh, it's not about whether they look bad; it's whether it's a good move. And I think this is very much a good move. Yeah, I do. You think that say Captain Marvel is in the cinema now? Do you think that the the box office of Captain Marvel will go up? Because people are like, James Gunn's been rehired, I, I have my fate back in Marvel. Or will it go down because people are like, James Gunn's the worst person ever, I'm going to boycott all of Marvel. Well, do you think it'll have any effect at all? Do people even know who James Gunn is other than us nerds? I think, um, that's a very good point. I think James Gunn, James Gunn can sell a film at this point. Um, yeah. I think he's enough of, I think he's household-ish as a name. I do think that uh, you will see, you would see more Captain Marvel, um, not even, maybe not even box office, but you'll see more writing about it, because the way websites work is that they want to recommend their own articles to you, so that every, every article about James Gunn will have a thing at the bottom saying, Marvel's Captain Marvel is in cinemas now. And then they'll redirect to that. So I, I, I think word of mouth about Marvel will benefit from this I think the main thing here is that a Suicide Squad 2 had came had come out and it was amazing right it was like the best movie ever imagine how bad Disney would have looked if they had not hired him back then like, if, if, they, they, if they had never hired him back and Suicide Squad 2 had come out and he had basically revived the DC universe by himself single handedly single handedly like it's a case of like in a sporting analogy you have this player who's like amazing and you're just like he's alright and you trade him to your rivals and then he just like scores 10 goals against you the next game it's like for fuck's sake lads 
It's like you didn't appreciate it when you had it, and now it's your downfall. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I think like getting him back before Suicide Squad Two is way better than getting him back after Suicide Squad Two. Oh, completely. This was the way better option because if you get him back after, if Suicide Squad Two is amazing and you get him back after, you look ten times worse. Yeah, because you're either jumping on the bandwagon or you were waiting to see how he did with someone yeah. else. This is so weird. It's such a strange like situation. That, and James Gunn is like the first man ever to have like be fought over between the two studios. Yeah, because Joss Whedon was on... He was to do Batgirl before a bunch of stuff came out about him. And then Ooh. he also... <laughs> He also did Avengers at the same, you know, while he was in talks with other studios, do you know? Yeah. But that wasn't at this level of like, no, this is a story. Like, James yeah, Gunn like, coming back is news. This is news and it's like, it's completely layered because there's so many different aspects to cover. Like, that we've been talking about for like the last 20 minutes in regards to, like, the history of this and how people... Like, Disney, the company, could be perceived to be right for what they did, and James Gunn is completely in the right. And, like, it's come to this that now he is working for both companies, and he must be, like, the happiest man in the world, that he has, like, twice as much work now, for some reason. Yeah, it's it. Like, he really benefit from this. Um, the press tour for Guardians 3 is going to be, like... Every question is going to be directed to James Gunn and not necessarily the actors. Yeah. He's got to make it good. Oh, yeah. There's going to be so much focus on this. Yeah. Like, and it has to be, it has to be like better than two. It doesn't have to be as good as one, but it's got to be better than two. It's got to be better than two. I think it has to be like at least Avengers 1 level good. Jesus, that's no pressure then, James. See, the, the thing about this is because the microscope that was on him, then th- these movies have to be good. Yeah, like, he, the, he can't make, like, M- Mickey Mouse is fucking sharpening a, a sword or something. Because <laughs> yeah. if, if he makes Disney look bad after this... <laughs> yeah, if he does anything wrong, he is on the chopping block. But at the same time, is he immune to the chopping block as well on the other side of it? Because they're not going to get rid of him again. Yeah, it's kind of like they're their own little superhero team. And James Gunn <laughs> is, you know, the little, the rebel. I don't know who he'd be, but... <laughs> He's Wolverine. He's, he, he's the, that's, yeah, he's like Wolverine in the X-Men. Like He'll get the job done, but not the way you want. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I want to fi- finish off the discussion. We'll just wrap it up with, what does this mean for the future of the Guardians of the Galaxy? Because I am going to throw a situation to you, Sean. You've got Guardians of the Galaxy. You've got James Gunn. He likes weird characters. You've also got space. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard, but... Marvel and Disney have su- they bought a certain company that had you know Galactus and the Fantastic Four and all that. They kind of bought those guys. So, what does this mean for James Gunn? Because imagine how many more toys this man has to play with for the third oh one. Oh my god, I would love for them to introduce like go balls to the wall with it. Just like go full celestial on uh, Marvel Cosmic. The um. Like if the even if the Guardians met Galactus in an after credit scene, 
yeah. and then that's a setup for Fantastic Four. But sure, how can be... you meet a big cloud? No, Connor, you see, Galactus <laughs> wasn't always just a cloud. He's more than <laughs> Actually, the water no, cycle John... that's on. Sean, there's no need to tell me because there is a hero or zero telling us all about Galactus if you just go back and listen. Do you know I forgot I did that hero or zero? <laughs> well, we also did the Dark Phoenix yesterday, if anyone wants to listen to that. It's very true. Yes. Uh, you should go listen to that. I mean, look, yeah. it was prepared weeks in advance, obviously. but Obviously. Um, so I think that brings an end to our James Gunn talk I mean we wanted to get this out of the way though because it's like it's massive news like this week we've had say Captain Marvel being released we had the Avengers trailer and we've had the James Gunn news if anything happens tomorrow so tomorrow is St. Patrick's Day and if it, this might, episode yeah. might either come out tonight or tomorrow but if anything happens on Paddy's Day I'm not going to be happy right because this is our day Sean I just want it's the rest. Day. We we want one day off in this harsh world <laughs> of podcasting ma- that we volunteered to be a part of. <laughs> Marvel, if you give me one more fucking piece of news, <laughs> I am gonna fucking scream. <laughs> Fantastic Four are in Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> what else could they announce? Like, fuck, the Roots are brothers like- fired from Avengers Four. Oh my god, that would be amazing. <laughs> But they're also still just using their edit. Like, they're just fired for the sake of it. Oh, yeah, of course they would. Like, uh, oh, the Russo yeah. brothers are now going to direct uh, The Trench. <laughs> yeah, that would be absolutely amazing. It would be hysterical. So, I would love it. Uh, okay, right. So we'll bring it into that. You can follow us on all the usual plays that you follow us with. Uh, this was kind of an emergency thrown together episode. So. Apologies if we're kind of all over the place, but what can you do? Um, yeah, you can follow us on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, all that stuff. You can leave a review on iTunes if you liked what you heard. We'll be back on Monday, Movie Mondays, without James Gunn talk. But we talk Avengers trailers, guys. It's pretty good. Um, I think it's pretty good. I'm quite sick. But I'm a big fan of it. <laughs> Yeah, and then we also have Weird News Wednesday and Hero Zero coming out next week. Yeah, you can go back to listen to all those episodes if you if you're into that sort of stuff. And most importantly, just tell one human we exist. It's pretty cool uh, that we get more and more idiots and nerds listening in every single week to our idiocy. You're not idiots, listeners. Don't believe. No, Connor. no, no, no. I'm negging them. It's good stuff. <laughs> Negging. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay, we'll talk to you on Monday, guys. Bye. Talk to you on Monday. Bye bye.